Hello and welcome to Parenting Our Children and Reparenting Ourselves. I'm your host, Brittany Taylor, and it is a joy to be here with you. I'm a coach specializing in relationships, our relationship with ourselves, our partners, our children, and beyond. I coach beings who are ready to step into the more full version of themselves they have been calling forth. I support pregnant beings and families, partnerships, and individuals. Reach out to me for an initial session or to see if we are a good fit for my dedicated 12-week coaching program. This podcast is alive thanks to the incredible journey I have experienced parenting my now three-year-old child while simultaneously immersed in the deep work of healing and developing within my own internal system. It is my belief that our children offer us the portal to the growth we have been asking for on an individual and collective level. The intention of this podcast is to offer insight into topics and themes that can help us evolve in harmony alongside our children with unconditional love and support for us all. In season two of this podcast, we are diving into topics related to attachment parenting, holistic heart-led parenting, unconditional love, reparenting ourselves, healing trauma bonds, and aiming to support ourselves re-emerging as full integrated beings while supporting our children in maintaining the same integrity within themselves and connection to their own system and intuitive knowing. Season one of this podcast took you along my journey of an autonomous, non-medical pregnancy and free birth with a glimpse into our postpartum life. For more information about me, the work I do in the world, and how we can work together directly, visit my website at brittanytaylor.co. <sighs> Hi, beautiful beings. I hope you're having an incredible day. I am really excited for today's podcast. It's been a long time coming. It's actually kind of surprising that I haven't recorded this one before, which is going to be about free birth and wild pregnancy. I have done a podcast about, well, the journey, you know, the, this podcast started because I was having a wild pregnancy and a free birth. And so I took you all through that journey during the first season of the podcast and then shared the birth story with you and got to be featured on Marin Green's podcast as well, sharing my birth story. Um, and yeah, but I've never just talked about free birth and why I chose free birth and why I chose wild pregnancy and why I plan to choose them again when I have a second child. And I think it's a fun topic because like all topics here, it's really diving into what feels aligned for us internally and and how are we really looking at all the options around us and tuning into what feels most aligned for us. And then I think in, in some cases, like creating entirely new options for ourselves. I love really encouraging you to break out of any perceived constructs that just don't feel like they support the fullness of you or in this case also your child or children that you're bringing into the world. So I'll start by sharing about what free birth is and what wild pregnancy is. So wild pregnancy is defined as a pregnancy free from medical prenatal care including regular scans and tests. So basically I didn't have any sort of yeah I never saw a doctor, I never saw a midwife, it was just me and my intuition and uh, my knowledge and 
etc and then Ilya inside of me and my very like very tight-knit support system which was basically Connor and Bridget at the time um, I didn't talk about it with many people at all I reached out to a couple people like I said Marin Green who runs Indie Birth along um, her podcast is called Taking Back Birth along with her business partner Margot. they're awesome and I at the time like when I first got pregnant I was also actually maybe it was yeah I think it was when I first got pregnant if not right before um I was also listening to Free Birth Society and both of those are just great resources um to feel supported in the world and then I read a slew of books and just did a bunch of research you can go to my website I always have these links in my description pages on my website where you can find a book find a list of books I recommend podcasts I recommend um, find links to my birth story, watch the birth video, watch the entire hour and a half long birth video. I mean, my birth, the birth was 24 hours, but took about an hour and a half of footage. There's also just like a, an edited one that's even shorter on YouTube. So tons of resources. You can look in the show notes. So yeah, I, but no medical for me, wild pregnancy and free birth. What is free birth? Free birth is the practice of women birthing their babies without medical or midwifery assistance. That is what it's defined as online. So I'm really into just including people who gender themselves in any way, but basically anybody who's choosing to birth a child, like I really love the the phrase autonomous birth because free birth could look different for everyone, I think. But for me specifically, what it looked like is again, no no midwife, no medwife, no doctors, no doula. Um, and some people would choose to have some of those things. And like, maybe some people would have, um, a traditional midwife or a doula and really still feel like they're having a free birth. And that just wasn't the case for me. I really just wanted to do it like with my, with my little core knit community. So for me, when I tuned into who I wanted to have there, it was really just me. And at the time, um, Connor, who was just like my primary partner and the person who we had like designed this whole vision of bringing a child into the world and birth together. And of course, um, now, you know, that I think that person would be Bridget. And at the time that was a really complicated thing to navigate how to all be there together. So, so at the time it was just Connor. Um, so it was just basically like birth on my own terms at home, etc. I'm going to be answering all the questions I've gotten about free birth, basically, and wild pregnancy. Like, why did I choose it? Um, Why do people choose it in general? I'm looking at my notes here. How, How do you do it? You know, how do you go about this process? What are the benefits of it? What are the risks of it? Um, Yeah, that's basically it. Common misconceptions. Did fear come up, etc. How do you navigate fear? I think that's like... These are the big questions I got. So why did I choose free birth? Um, It's so fun to be sharing about this, by the way. Now Ilya is almost four years old, which is crazy. We'll be four years old in May. This podcast will probably go out in February. And at the time when I was planning for free birth, I didn't want to talk about it widespread. You know, it was, it felt very like close to my heart and almost like a, a, this being incubating inside of me like I wanted to incubate this really beautiful super aligned thing I was planning and I didn't 
I don't know if, um, if you have, have experienced a pregnancy, if you feel similarly, or maybe something else that just feels like a womb manifestation, almost like you want to keep this really sacred and in inward for a time. And I felt like that throughout my whole experience. And after it happened, you know, after the free birth was awesome, like it really was epic (laughs) and just like, I have no, there was nothing about it that I, that I didn't like, um, then I was ready to share about it. And so that's why I shared about it then. But I never shared about like why I chose free birth specifically, although I think that's that's kind of included in some of my birth story. So this feels like such an easy time to share about it because I'm like, yeah, I just totally believe in free birth. Actually, since then too, I think it's just become more widespread. I have a number of friends just in Austin who have had free birth. The term's becoming more well-known. I feel like birth... <clears throat> the birthers of the world are really taking back birth, which is so beautiful. And I love um, to quote Marin from her podcast, like birth is not a medical event. I just, I, why did I have a, why didn't I have birth in a hospital? It's not a medical event. Like why, why did I choose for free birth? I think the deepest thing is it just felt right for me and it didn't feel right for me forever. It <clears throat> actually, when I first heard about free birth, I'm like, that's freaking crazy like no way and and it took like the whole 20 minutes of my friend's video where she shared about her free birth story and by the end I was like oh that makes kind of a lot of sense (laughs) and I think this was right before I was pregnant and then I started listening to yeah now now it's all coming back to me I talked to a a friend when I got back to Austin because I was traveling at that time and she told me about the indie birth podcast taking back birth and I I was just like, oh, wow, okay. And I think it took me listening to like one free birth, either a birth story or a podcast about free birth. And I was like, I get it. It just all makes so much sense to me. And some people choose to just intuitively go about it and some people choose to educate themselves. And for me, it was like, such an intuitive feeling and the education just continually confirmed it for me. And my why was really that I felt like I could have the best undisturbed birth. That's what I was really looking for is like, how can I have the most natural birth possible? And I think this is something that I am always moving towards in my life. Just kind of like why I ate a fruit-based diet for so long was like, I really believed at the time that that was how we as humans were, that was like our primal human diet. And that's the same reason I started eating more of like an animal-based diet. Cause like, oh, I really believe that that's like our primal diet now. And I think there's a time and place for everything, of course, which is one of the reasons I don't think that free birth is for everyone. I think, gosh, it's, it's really important that every person who's going to have a birth tunes into what feels right for them. And it might even be that in theory, somebody is like, I can see why free birth is like, quote, the most natural, whatever way. But if there is fear inside of somebody, um, or reservations in a certain way that feels like it's going to interrupt the birth process, then that might not be the best choice for them. So it's super personal, you know, it's so personal. Something I was super guided by was this feeling of animals, like babies are going to be born. They're birthed through us. Like you don't need a manual. Like it's going to happen. All mammals are birthing beings all the time. Like it's just happening. And that felt really inspiring. Actually, I, I looked for another number of human free birth videos 
And I never found one that I was like, that's what I want my birth to feel like. And then I started watching some animal birth videos. And of course, those are not usually animals in the wild anyway, because for them to be filmed, it's usually animals in captivity. But it got it hit on it closer. I was like, yeah, babies come through us at the time when they're ready. And there's such this epic alchemy we couldn't even describe in words, this this dance between I'll just say mama, but you know, insert whatever word feels right for you there if you are um, the one carrying a child or wanting to carry a child or birth a child. But yeah, between mama and baby, it's just like, or babies, if you have more than one inside of you, there's such a dance. And it's completely divine. And it's also completely scientific and physiological if we want to see it in that way. But both ways are, both ways support kind of my my feelings about it which is that they're really like it is this beautifully naturally orchestrated process that I absolutely did not want to disturb and for me I once heard birth the process of birth described as like making love and can you imagine like you're really dropped in with yourself or with your love and you're just making love and it feels so aligned and then you're like about to orgasm, you're feeling so in flow, and then someone comes in the room and is like, let me check and see how close you are to orgasm. Like, absolutely, you're going to clench back up. And that is, like, in essence, what happens with pretty much all births. And that's just one element of it. Just one element of it is, like, there is a doctor checking to see how dilated you are, there is a midwife checking to see how progressed you are, how far along you are, and it's like, dude... Yeah, for me, it's like, let my process be. So I don't want anyone to stop me when I'm about to orgasm. I don't want anyone to like monitor my process. That was really important to me. I felt like I did not want to monitor my pregnancy or my birth. There's nothing to monitor. Like, I know, what would I gain from that? You know, what would I gain from that? I never felt like there was something I would gain from it that would be worthwhile to me. And I definitely felt like that would um, in, inhibit me having the experience I wanted for myself and for Ilya. So I really wanted to be able to be in complete control of my environment. Absolutely not have anyone around I didn't want around. I didn't even want Connor around during summer. Like I really just wanted to be in my own space. And I wanted to know I was supported and could have anything I needed. I wanted to have low lighting. Like the lights I'm used to living with no fluorescent lights like just all natural light and then salt lamps at night and I just wanted this low lighting I wanted the sound of um, this fountain in the background sometimes or just like very low level music that was soothing or nature music or something I wanted my birthing tub just like this big warm space to be in as much as I wanted yeah I just wanted to be in my process and oh I listened to this amazing podcast at one point, actually, I think it was part of a course I, I did. I did this short course. Um, Marin and Margot have this. It's actually become a bigger course now. It's called 13 Moons. But at the time, it was just this shorter course on uh, birth. And when I listened to this like hour-long segment of it about the hormones of labor, it was the most beautiful thing. And I just felt it within me. The way the body, the bodies, because it's not just our body, it's our baby's body, body too. It's like this perfectly orchestrated dance led by these hormonal shifts. And wow, like how epic. And when we interrupt that pattern, what happens, you know? 
and we see it so often so often it's like oh you know this person wasn't progressing so they induced them and it's just like oh my gosh of course they're not progressing because the natural cues out in nature are like you know say because because we are primal beings we're we're primates who have you know more so for way more time existed out in nature than we have in these like homes or hospitals so we're wired for like if there is a fear response like if we're we're birthing in nature and a tiger comes along you got to stop the process of birth and yeah to have a sacred space where there would be no interruptions or like you know I, I hoped there would be basically no interruptions I couldn't foresee any interruptions I would have I had a note on the door didn't say I'm birthing a baby inside but you know don't disturb us my baby and I are in a sacred process. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so where am I? Why did I choose it? It felt right for me. I wanted to support the natural process of birth. The more I learned about it, the more resonant it felt. Learning about the natural hormones of labor. Learning about just tuning into my deep intuition. And then the more I learned about it, the more it confirmed it. And whenever I had like a fear come up, which was pretty much always because of something I had seen in a movie or heard from somebody or like just like had this concept about birth I would really dive into it and research it in ways that felt really aligned for me and I always came out the other side feeling like oh I get it and just so many misconceptions is how it felt for me and like so much misinformation my dad gosh I love him so much but my family like I kind of didn't talk to them about how we were going to have the birth like that was the best I could do but it, it as we got closer it kind of became known around my family and I think they were all talking with each other about like I think they're gonna like do it at home without anyone um and so my dad like really had a lot to say and um and it was just like and I love my dad but this I think this just represents well like his concerns about it were like from a person who like it was what he had seen you know and what he had heard and like this fear and something that had happened and most people are like yeah well I saw this or like the doctors were worried you know when your sister was being born that your mom was losing too much blood and and this happened or like they said if she hadn't done that like they had to go get her with forceps and if she didn't come out and it's like all these things that people they don't know why they happened but they're just scared that they're going to happen and that you need to be able to like how to have a medical intervention if they do happen but again it it kind of highlights this thing that comes up in society a lot is like nobody's addressing why the thing happened it's like just do this quote medical thing or pharmaceutical thing to fix it and every time I looked at it I'm like oh that happened because the process of natural birth was disturbed in some way and the best chance I have of having the most undisturbed birth is to like to not be in a medical scene And I do think there's so much of a push at this time in life around surviving and living. I mean, surviving and not dying as opposed to living a really healthy, loving life. And yeah, it just, it was, free birth felt like, oh, I can create the birth I desire absolutely on my terms. I don't have to fucking show up for anyone else during this time go by anybody's guidelines I don't have to be around fluorescent lights I don't have to be in weird positions I don't want to be I don't have to have anyone around that I don't want around like I don't have to have anybody telling me 
what they think I need to know. Not even like a midwife with their best of intentions. Like they're not in my body. They're not me or my baby in this dance. Like nobody can know. (sighs) So that's why I chose it. Yeah. And why, why else do other people choose it? Um, yeah, I think one of the reasons like a lot of people choose it that like really intentionally choose free birth is to not disrupt the hormones and the process of labor, labor to have the most natural birth possible. Um, oh gosh, here's another, now I'm looking at my notes. I just want to say a couple more about me before I say about some other reasons why other people might have a free birth that don't apply to me. Um, birth on my own terms to bring my baby into a safe loving environment that is within my intuitive control oh gosh that's so important to me not only did I want to be the only one touching my baby like definitely I wanted to be the one who was like pulling my baby out of like you know my baby's coming out of me and they're coming right into my arms and then like we're getting to look at each other and I'm going to like get to make sure they're all set and then get to hold them all these things but I also um yeah like I didn't want anyone coming in saying like we need to run these tests or make sure this is cleared or cut the cord gosh like cut the cord that's a whole other topic like just so many things so many things that are just the standard in medical practices and I will go off on a little tangent here you probably don't hear me get this way this much on this podcast because I'm like Oh, but I do have really strong views on this. Not that I think everybody should have a free birth at all or not that I'm feeling like, but I just feel like there's some crazy stuff that has been normalized in our society around birth that just blows my mind. So here's a really good one. It kind of reminds me how like doctors have little to no training in nutrition and yet they're they're giving people it, like pharmaceuticals that could otherwise be avoided by just changing their diet. It blows my mind. But anyway, yeah, so much about like fear of the baby not <clears throat> the baby being like not having enough blood or not being able to breathe or like all these things while they cut the cord when the baby comes out. Oh my gosh. Whereas like in the placenta up to 50% or more of the blood supply could be in the placenta at that moment. The the blood needs to be regulated like the baby's been attached to this placenta their whole life and then you just cut the cord this like pulsing alive cord that is regulating blood supply between the baby and it's just like a standard oh just a standard practice in the in the medical industry it's even celebrated you know let the whoever cut the cord it's like why are you yeah so you know and then worrying that the baby doesn't have what it needs so anyway, I wanted to have it on my own terms. I didn't want anyone coming in, touching my baby, suggesting that we like do anything, run any tests, give them anything, like circumcise them, just like the crazy things that people do to babies early on. Um, I wanted to have birth on my own speed, led and guided by me and baby. The only two who can know it is aligned for us. Yeah, like speed, like some idea that babies are supposed to be born at a certain time you know it's like oh it's 40 weeks so you're getting late oh it's 42 weeks it's too late when did anything ever grow at the same rate that's ridiculous and then also like how long is a birth well for some people it's like you know an hour and for some people it's like three days it's you just don't know and (laughs) but in the medical industry like they have to they like choose to you know it's set up so that they do have to kind of like get you out 
get you out of there, like get the baby out of you. I didn't want that. Mm. Yeah, I think I already said this, but I'll share it again because it's natural. Birth happens through our bodies. It's not innately a medical event. Literally, the baby comes through us. Just look to nature. It wasn't doing anything. It was just innate within me. I didn't have to know how to do anything. I just had to tune in and get out of the way of nature and support my natural process. And then I think some people choose free birth because it's just the best option for them, kind of out of necessity. So sometimes people choose free birth because they can't afford to have a birth like with a a midwife or in the hospital because birth can be pretty expensive or maybe they would prefer to do it at a birthing center and they they just can't afford it so they end up having a free birth and then some people have a free birth because it's a surprise <laughs> we've seen the videos or maybe you've seen the videos of beings being birthed like on the way to the hospital or whatever so those are all the reasons why I think I and other people might have a free birth maybe I left out a few yeah, and how to have a free birth. How do you have a free birth? Well, nobody can tell you how to have a free birth. I think that's one of the best parts of it. It's really autonomous birth on your terms, yours and your baby's terms. Some people choose a highly educated path. Some people choose a highly intuitive path. I can't say how you should do it or what's best for you, but I knew what was best for me. And for me, it was highly intuitive and then educating myself and then towards the end, just like letting it all go and just really dropping into an intuitive space, which I think is super, um, it just comes through in the last, I would say, yeah, definitely that last trimester, but in that last month or so. For me, I chose to follow all my curiosities and all my fears back. I read and educated myself a lot on pregnancy, birth, postpartum. I listened to podcasts. I took the program through Indie Birth. I had a couple of virtual sessions with Marin before having my birth where I asked her questions, <clears throat> just like kind of confirming all the things I was thinking and just got to get her take on it. And I texted her once when I was in labor, which I talk about in my birth story, and that was super helpful. And she called and I would say I talked to her for five minutes, but I, I more just like grunted and listened to her because I was really in it. <laughs> um, yeah, I also intuitively went within a lot. A lot, a lot. I found my own strength and my own answers. And I looked to nature. And those are really my guides. I also did, like, talking about how to have a free birth still. I also did a lot of planning for the space and getting the support I needed. Logistical details around the birth process. Making sure I had someone there that could do all the things that I needed so I could completely set, surrender. Like, I didn't want to have to be managing the birth tub or the water temperature or anything like that I just wanted somebody or you know beings around but for me it was just one person at that time who would manage the whole process exactly as I wanted and like just not get in my way at all not suggest anything not even like be in an emotional state that was disrupt me in any way I just needed somebody to like completely yeah just to know and and for me that could never I don't think I mean never say never but I could never that could never be someone I didn't know very well just like had to be had to be someone who was right like who I knew wasn't going to get in my way at all <sighs> yeah some of the things that I tuned into some of my house were like that I tuned into 
for setting up the space was low lighting with salt lamps, the birth tub, lots of extra towels. That was really important. I actually reached out to the community and asked for like old towels they didn't need anymore. Um, just because I figured there'd be a lot of cleanup and there was, I was so grateful that I had all those, Oh, with the birth tub, having a liner in it was super helpful just so that way you don't have to like clean it out cameras because I really wanted to film the birth process and just like having like that all set up and understood and managed by somebody else. And then like some unlikely things that I might need. I just kept on hand, um, like a tincture in case if I was bleeding a lot, a bulb syringe in case if I needed it in any way to help clear the baby's passageways, which I didn't. And you can just like suck through their nose or their mouth if you're feeling like they might be a little stuffed and scissors just in case if there was like a need to say it was like a really short cord that was wrapped around and we like absolutely had to cut it to get the baby out, which again is super rare and I didn't think we'd need to, but it was just nice. Like those were the things I chose just in case that helped me feel like, okay, that's my like quote emergency kit. And of course I feel like people ask me this too. They're like, would you ever go to the hospital? Like, yes. If I felt like it was beneficial, I would have gone to the hospital. Like at any point, if I felt like that's where I need to be, that's what would help me the most, I would have gone. But I never felt that. Not even in the hardest moments of birth did I ever think like, oh, it would be really relieving to go to the hospital. I actually specifically felt at one point like, wow, this is so hard. This is way harder than I thought. And there is nothing that sounds comforting about having someone else here, like a midwife, even like a midwife I really trust is on, you know, or, or going to a hospital. Like I, I absolutely felt like no way with those things. It was just hard. And I'm like, I just have to go through it. <sighs> but I also knew that like, I was, I was the one and Ilya was the one, like it was our process. It was just happening through us. And another way I prepared for free birth, but I think this is just good for any birth is a lot of postpartum prep, just like making sure that I had my schedule cleared for weeks and weeks and weeks afterwards and lots of meals prepared and just like people to take care of like all the things so that I could just focus on baby and me. <sighs> what are the benefits of having a free birth at home? Mm. Autonomy, nervous system, having a healthy nervous system, a calm environment to bring a child into, a gentle womb-like transition. Getting to have your baby enter the world with you as their actual caregiver. Huge fucking empowerment. Getting to experience the wonder of natural birth as it's designed. Getting to write your own story the way you want it to be. Being in control of your own environment. You're at home, so you don't need to travel. That's huge. And yeah, having all the comforts of home. And just being in the energy that you want. What are the risks of free birth? I think this is what brings up fear for people about free birth. I know it's what brought up fear for like well-meaning people around like my dad that I highlighted and pretty much all the well-meaning people I know of weren't half or even like a tenth of as educated as I was about the things that they were bringing up. But of course, um, but I think that, you know, the risks of anything are what bring people fear not the benefits it's the risks I don't think free birth is for everyone if you have fear in there that that um 
if you have fear in there that you don't have a desire to move through or you don't think it's going to really shift, then you may, you know, free birth might not be right for you. You might want to do it. Um, you might want to have a, a midwife there that, or like a birth keeper or a doula of some sort that you really believe in, or you might want to be in a hospital or you might, yeah, who knows what, who knows what, um, for me, the risks, the quote risks of free birth were a lot lower than the risks of birth in the hospital or birth with a midwife, etc. And of course we can't know it's all perceived, but what I perceive to be the risks of each so much lower with free birth. And <clears throat> I didn't feel fear. I think that's also it. Like I didn't feel like it was going to be risky to have a free birth. I definitely felt like it was going to be risky to go to the hospital. I definitely felt like it would be risky, not just risky, but like absolutely repulsive, completely not possible for me to choose that at that time. And I felt the same way. I just met with one doula, one birth keeper who is awesome, is an awesome being. And I just like, no, this isn't the way for me either, but I was glad I felt it out. So yeah, I think the risks, like risks of free birth, I don't know how you want to view it. I guess like really simply put, you aren't in a medical institution. So unless if you have a medical doctor and medical supplies on hand, then the re- then you wouldn't have those options. Or if you have like a medwife who happens to have, you know, certain things that you think you might need. But again, those weren't things that I thought I might need or wanted to have. Um, so the risks, I can't really define them for you because the risks are so personal and everything is a perceived risk or benefit until like, is risk always perceived? Yeah. Because once it's happened, it's no longer a risk. I think risk is always a projection into the future. So it's going to be super, um, super, super specific to you. (sighs) I'm trying to think what else? This is, this is what free birth is. This is why I chose it. I guess I haven't talked as much about wild pregnancy. Um, there's this really great book, Gentle Birth, Gentle Mothering by Sarah Buckley, who, was a, who is a medical doctor and also, um, also a badass birth, birther <laughs> um, who has had a number of free births. And I can't remember at this time because I read it so long ago if she also had births in the hospital or just at home. But... Yeah, um, she really talks about, she like really breaks down a lot of things like ultrasounds and, oh, gross. I mean, I'm sorry too. I definitely don't want to offend anyone. And I also just love having a podcast episode where I'm just a little more in this part of me that is like, ugh, because I do feel kind of grossed out by what has become normalized in our culture. And I also like, I 100% am able to simultaneously celebrate people and my family and my friends when they post an ultrasound picture because I really get it and it's just so cool and beautiful to be celebrating that life growing inside of you so I don't think in those moments like oh do you know what that could potentially the damage that could potentially be doing to you or the baby but but I think like it's really cool to also know about those things if you're tuning into them if that's what you want to choose it's like yeah so her book is great she talks about (laughs) kind of all the things that Hmm. I don't even remember the names of the chapters, but I do know there was one about ultrasound that was like so hard for me to actually get through. I don't even know if I finished reading it because I was like, oh, this is terrible. Like, I don't, I don't want this. And I already knew I didn't want it. So I didn't feel like I need to know about all the detriments. 
But yeah, there's nothing that I felt like I needed to know. I never even took a pregnancy test. I was charting my cycle at the time and I just knew, okay, cool. I'm, I still haven't bled. My temperature is still high. I had a really wild experience. I do believe I made a podcast about it, about my conception. Like when I felt my egg being fertilized, it was totally psychedelic, totally transcendental experience for me that lasted basically all night. And, um, I knew I was pregnant and I didn't need somebody to confirm that. And I didn't need somebody to tell me if I was healthy or not. Like I just really trusted the process and there was nothing that I would have changed if there was like something I knew there was nothing I would try to prevent. There was nothing I would do differently. Like I felt very confident. (sighs) Yeah. So this is me. This is me. This is why I chose free birth. This is what free birth and wild pregnancy have meant to me as I can best describe them on this day to you. And I love these topics so much. So thank you. Um, do please, if you're interested, watch my birth video. I love it so much. I also, I'm a coach. I'm a, I'm a personal coach and a relationship coach. And I also coach people through their experience, like through their desires around pregnancy and birth. I'm obviously not a medical professional. I am not a midwife. I'm not a, I'm not a licensed anything. Um, but I am amazing at holding space for you, getting in touch with you and helping you have the tools you need to support the life you want to live. And I've been doing this work for over a decade. I've worked with so many coaches and really learned what I love and what I don't love and how I want to hold space for people. So please reach out to me. I offer free 25 minute for sessions for anybody who wants to work together, or you can just book a full session and my link is down below. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for being here. It's been really beautiful to, to share this all with you. I hope it's powerful and lands really well for you.